Well, as we continue with the Heartland Spotlight here on HeartlandCollegeSports.com, I'm Pete Mundo. We are so excited to continue to tell the stories of various athletes from around the Big 12 Conference. The names that you see in the box scores, but maybe you don't know as well and you don't hear as much from. And our next guest is none other than last year's co-Big 12 Pitcher of the Year, first-team All-American, Oklahoma State softball pitcher Kelly Maxwell is joining us here on the show. Kelly, it's great to have you on. Um, let's just start off. It's early in the season. You guys were a game away, of course, in the national championship last year. So what has this offseason been like for you as you get motivated for this year and start thinking about national titles? Uh, definitely. This past year, um, being at the World Series was very rough. Um, I know I didn't want to be in that spot again this year, so trying to – uh, do whatever I can uh, as a leader, leadership role here on the team and as a teammate just to try to put my teammates not in that situation again. What um, When you think back to your jump from 2021 to 2022, I mean, you know, you're a great player, obviously, first team all Big 12, but taking the steps that you made between 2021 and 2022, what do you feel like the differences were? Was it off season? Was it personal growth? What was it for you that allowed you to make that kind of a jump? Yeah, definitely. Uh, 2021, it was more kind of, you know, about getting my feet wet uh, just because I didn't have the experience pitching um, in those types of games. Um, So being able to get my feet wet a little bit and then having, you know, that essential role in 2022 kind of helped, I think, having that experience. So I was fortunate enough to be able to have my teammates back and um, get them through those games last season. When you think back to last season, one of the stories that, you know, was obviously a a big deal at the time was that um, midnight random drug test that you had to go through and and your head coach wasn't thrilled about it. What about that moment and, you know, what it was like? I know that it happens, but certainly that got a lot of attention. Now that time has passed, how do you look back on that moment and everything that those few days entailed? Yeah, it was kind of rough. I mean, definitely having to do that after – like a game that I just threw. Um, so I was overhydrated and then having to be stuck there till 3 a.m., you know, not getting bed till 4. Um, thankfully, the World, Series, um, the World Series and the committee has pushed the World Series to have longer days. So if, you're, if you win and you get a day off. So I was just fortunate enough that we had that day off the next day to where I could kind of recover and get some sleep. Just looking forward to if that ever happens again, you know, trying to, learn from that, I guess, and mm-hmm. letting my body recover. Do you feel like the NCAA is is taking steps in the right direction on that front, or do you feel like they still could do a better job? Um, well, I haven't had another problem since then, so, I mean, it seems like they're taking – hopefully they listened and took the step in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So when you look at, you know, all the new faces uh, that you've got this year, you have 14 new players on that roster, teammates, yours, and you've had a lot of instant success early in the year. How have you transitioned from all these new faces, getting them caught up to speed and making sure that right out of the gates, I mean, you guys are ready to roll here this season? Definitely. That was something that we worked on right from the start um, whenever all these new players came in just welcoming with big arms, um, getting to know them. We went to like to a broken boat trip um, where we bond. Um, we rent a cabin and just hang out and get to know each other outside of softball. So I think 
doing that and just kind of investing in our teammates um, is really what has helped us transition and make that transition very quickly. Uh, so I was just excited uh, that we have so many new faces and a lot of good talent here. How has this transfer portal, I mean, you guys have been on the receiving end of this, but the transfer portal has really changed uh, college sports in general, and softball is part of that equation, obviously. How has that changed you from a leadership perspective, from a teammate perspective, and feeling like, you know what, every year the roster could look different, so we've just got to roll with it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's just the thing these days. I mean, I've done my best to accept it, and I think – I use it as an advantage because, you know, when it when it comes down to those final games, like you can't pitch every single game. You're going to have to have a staff. And I'm glad that we have Lexi and Ivy and our freshman uh, Bailey and Kyra just to be able to take some of those innings. And it's just – it takes a load off of, you know, yourself to when you, have, you can actually have help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to imagine that. Now, in terms of what it's done for you guys, uh, team bonding wise, and you know all the mm-hmm. off season, I imagine that you're just wondering, right? I mean, were there days after last mm-hmm. season ends, and you're wondering who's going to be here next year, who's not? I mean, people are probably maybe even calling you, asking you what your future is going to be. What is that mm-hmm. like now in this crazy world of, of the transfer portal? Um, it's it's difficult because it's hard to you know, get everyone to mesh together. But I think having that fresh kind of new culture kind of brought in is really what kind of helped us to kind of reset from last year because we were, like, cracking um, on the inside internally with, like, some things and that sort of nature. So it was just good to kind of refresh and reset the program on the right track. Mm -hmm. Kelly, uh, you look at your head coach, uh, Kenny Gajewski. I mean, he's one of the best in the sport. He's led the Cowgirls to – Oklahoma City now three straight years. What makes him so special, and what makes him so fun to play for? Uh, he's like a dad away from home is the best way you could describe it, <laughs> just how open and honest he is. He's going to tell you the truth, I mean, kind of whether you like it or not, but he's not going to sit there and lie to your face. He's going to um, – he has an open-door policy where you can come in and talk to him about anything, Um He's just very personable, um, just on a like friend friendly type of relationship too. I mean, he's gonna goof around, he might make fun of you a little bit, but it's just a part of who he is and that's I think that's what makes us um so good. Yeah, uh, it certainly seems like um, you know, he's obviously in a great spot. The team likes playing for him and the success is showing itself on the field. From the standpoint of navigating the new world, how does he do as the head coach in terms of making sure, hey, we've got 14 new players on this roster. we got to make this team gel. You mentioned that the trip you guys took. What else have you been able to do in the offseason and what has Coach done on that front to lead the mm-hmm. way and making sure that that uh, team camaraderie is there? Yeah, so the second day of school, actually, um, we had this organization called The Program come in. And it's a military-based organization that helps teams around the world and uh, the U.S. on how to be better teammates and how to hold your teammates accountable in a military type of leadership style. So we were definitely put through the ringer, I'd say, the first couple days. I mean, we were put to the test, and that's what their job is, is they're going to break you down and see how your leadership comes out whenever you're being 
tested like the way we were. So we went through a series of, I mean, very, very difficult exercises, just mentally, physically. We went through a pool workout um, where you have to take sweatshirts off and put them over your head and as you're treading water. And it's, it's a scary thing. And so I think doing that at such an early stage really taught about taught us like who we are as leaders and how we can hold each other accountable in those situations when times get rough. That's awesome. Now, now you are, um, as it's been reported and talked about, this story's been talked about, you are coming back uh, for the 2024 season. So this is not your last year uh, in Stillwater. How did that decision go down for you? And how difficult of a decision either way was that for you, Kelly? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was definitely back and forth uh, the past couple of years because I knew I always had a six year, but um, I had aspirations to go to medical school, and I think I didn't want to push that back too long because I knew that is going to take many years um, in itself. So I was kind of just worried about that. But then recently when we took that trip to Broken Bow, we were talking about, you know, what it means to be a cowgirl in the cowgirl way. And we had some really heartfelt, deep conversations about, like, how you come in here as a young young girl, but you leave out of here as a woman and we just the conversations we had really just solidified that like uh i could work another uh, or i can work the rest of my life like why wait so long um and regret it you know mm. so i'm excited to be coming back well uh, as someone who's been in the workforce uh almost 15 years now i can agree there is another day to work there's another <laughs> week to work and uh that's that's a smart yeah. move so that that broken bow trip that was big in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. That really solidified your return next year. Mm-hmm. That's Definitely. awesome. I think I, I think I told Coach John first, and then he kind of spilled the beans. And <laughs> told <us>. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. He didn't let me keep it a surprise. That's great. Very long. So if Kelly Maxwell was not um, a star pitcher at Oklahoma State, what would she be doing? What would she be thinking about right now in terms of what her next is uh, career-wise? Uh, definitely something in the medical field. Um, I've always been passionate about helping others. Um, I think I just have that type of nurturing style. Um, but I'd probably make a lot better grades if I wasn't uh, playing softball. <laughs> uh, so I'd probably definitely be like a book nerd or something like that. But um, I love to hang out with my family and friends. And I have a dog. And um, I love to do things with him. And I like to fish. Uh, when I go home, uh, we have a boat and we go out quite a bit and be on the lake. I love being on the lake, um, enjoying my time, wakeboarding or kneeboarding or tubing, just things like that. So. Uh, and I know people are going to ask me this, so I'm just going to ask you now so I don't get the uh, questions after the show. What kind of dog and what is his or her name? Okay, I have an eight, eight-month-old French bulldog. He's blonde and his name's Gus. Gus, the eight-month-old French yeah. Bulldog. I love that. Yeah. I love every second of it. Kelly Maxwell, uh, Oklahoma State standout pitcher. You know her well. Really great to have her on Heartland College Sports. Uh, Kelly, thanks so much. Best of luck the rest of the season. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Awesome stuff. Kelly Maxwell, uh, easy person to root for in the Big 12 Conference for sure. I'm Pete Mundo. Hey, thanks for checking out the show. If you're not a regular listener, hit that subscribe button on the podcast. Find us on YouTube. We got a lot of video content up there, of course. And um, if you want that free Heartland College Sports koozie, you know the rules by now. 
Been doing this for years. Rate, review, subscribe, and uh, send me a screenshot of that rating and review on iTunes to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we will get you hooked up. It's the only way to get one of our koozies. We don't sell them because, by the way, uh, you hooking us up with that iTunes subscription and rating and review, that's how we keep owning this podcast space and kicking the butt of everybody else who's trying to cover the Big 12. So thank you ahead of time for doing that. Um, it takes you 30 seconds, by the way. And thank you to Kelly Maxwell. Subscribe. we got so much more content, as we always do. Coming up throughout the week, I'm Pete Mundo. Check out the site, heartlandcollegesports.com. we got you covered on the Big 12, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.